ever felt that that pull that there was more more to life more to love just more but you couldn't quite get to that more reality you felt stuck in that in between well i got news for you my guest today is going to help us inspire us to live better in this in-between reality by finding joy in unexpected places stay tuned Ashley White, the host of Joy on the Journey, a weekly podcast all about defining, finding, and maintaining joy on the journey of life. I promise transparent and inspiring interviews, and today will be no different. I'm so excited to have my good girlfriend, Miss Claudine Taxia. Nope. Texada. Texada. Y'all, I've been practicing. <laughs> but uh i did my best (laughs) it's fine she is a full-time social worker and a part-time thrift blogger and i'm so happy that she's here hey ma'am hey thank you (laughs) thank you so much for your willingness to share your joy journey with the podcast now from the beginning We have prayed and prepared our best, but if you get a sense of some nervousness, it's true. This is our first time doing a podcast interview, (laughs) so if, if you feel it, just be kind in the comments and give some encouraging words, especially if Claudine's message and journey resonated with you, because I'm sure that it will, but to give a little backstory, Claudine and I met, oh my God, time flies. We Long met time ago. <laughs> about five or 10 years ago at Willer Avenue Baptist Church here in Houston, Texas, mm-hmm. serving in the young adult ministry. You know, when I qualified for that, <laughs> um, <Same>. <laughs> <laughs> um, we had a mutual passion for serving in the community, but I have and been inspired by her growing social media um, following and her blogging career. And I can't wait to get started learning more. And as I mentioned, this podcast is all about defining, finding and maintaining joy on the journey of life. So let's hop in. Claudine, if you can complete this sentence, joy is... So first of all, (laughs) that's the hardest question of my life. (laughs) Um, So I never even thought about it until you proposed this question to me. And so I just want to say before I give a response is that uh, I don't think you realize how many lives you're going to touch by just proposing that question because um, you you truly got to dig deep to find out what it means to you. Um, So for me, Joy is gratitude. Mm-hmm. It is being appreciative of the moment, being thankful for people, friends, life experiences that kind of just make you truly feel good inside. So for me, joy, joy is gratitude. Mm. Have you always felt that way? Um, no. <laughs> 
<laughs> like I said, it's been probably about a few years since um, I was able to actually find joy mm-hmm. in, in my life. Just to be honest, um, I didn't even think about what joy was to me for some time. I've always been grateful and thankful to God for everything that I have. Um, But it's just a different experience when you're able to actually sit in the experience Mm -hmm. and feel the goodness that comes from it. So, um, you know, I've experienced a lot of hardships. Um, My childhood was less than perfect. Um, In undergrad, I was even homeless for a short period of time. And if you don't know me, then you wouldn't know because Thanks to God, um, I don't look like what I've been through. Okay. Um, however, you know, the hardship, that can be a distraction from you actually sitting and appreciating the good things and experiencing that joy, that good feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so, you know, it hasn't been too long that I've had that, that definition of what joy meant to me. Mm, that's beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. And so if you had to go back to those college years when Mm -hmm. you were struggling um, Mm -hmm. with permanent home, finding permanent housing, how did you persevere without giving up? Um, It was difficult. And I would be crazy to sit here and say that it wasn't it wasn't hard. Mm -hmm. It was it was really hard. Um, But like I said, I've been through a lot. So even at a young age. I learned resiliency. I may not have known what that meant at the time, Mm. but I learned what it meant to be um, faced with hard times, faced with trials and tribulations. I learned what it meant to be knocked down and have to get back up again. Mm. Um, At that point in my life, definitely resiliency was more of a defense mechanism, Mm. which is not a good thing. Um, It's not a good thing. And so, through my journey, I was able to evolve mm-hmm. from it being a defense mechanism to being one of my most valuable characteristics. And so then it meant something different. But as I moved through my journey, I was able to, you know, use that to help me push through and get through the things that I aspire to do, believe in me and believe that there would be better at the end. And so that's kind of what kept me along that journey. Mm-hmm. Um, and with that being said, I'm able to truly tap into what it means to be grateful, what it means to be thankful and truly appreciate the good times and the bad times. Cause in the end, you know, they're, they're, they're valuable, valuable experiences, no matter what it may be. So that it's those moments where you're like, this is it. I'm never going to make it past it. Mm -hmm. That then you look back and you go, thank you, Lord. Is for those hard moments. It's like, okay, I was listening to a podcast and uh, in fact, her name is Angel, that chick Angel. She said, sometimes when it rains, you don't, you don't appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And later you go, I needed the rain. Absolutely. Absolutely. I needed it. Absolutely. So thank you, sis, for persevering because we needed to hear oh, your story. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. story. So let's talk more about your unique journey. Mm -hmm. Social worker by day. Mm -hmm. Thrift blogger. (laughs) You have a quest (laughs) to go after more than what appears and an abundance of life. Tell us more about how you got started and what inspired you to share your story on social media. Well, to be honest, I've always felt 
like a really creative person, okay. right? And what better way to express your creativity than social media? Mm-hmm. However, um, from a young age, you know, I've always you know, we had hard times growing up. So it would be times where we would go to like a church with a a clothing, um, like closet where you can pick a few things out. Mm. Um, and then I'm, I'm named after my grandmother. So my grandmother's name is Claudine. If you couldn't tell (laughs) somebody's grandmother's name. So my name is Claudine and my mom shared something, you know, she's like, you know, what it is that you're doing. When I told her I was kind of, you know, wanting to do a thrift mm-hmm. blog and introduce people to it. She said, well, you know, your grandmother, um, you know, she was very well to do, but she loved garage sales every Saturday morning, garage sales and thrift stores and antique shops. Mm-hmm. And so it's just interesting that she's no longer here. She passed when I was very young, but that we share that bond. Wow. Um, so I can say that that's probably where a lot of it comes from. Mm -hmm. Um, And the very first time I know we, we lived like across the street from old lady who um, owned her own resale shop. And me and my sister would go on Saturdays in the summer and she would pay us $20 to help her like clean the, um, the glassware and place it on the shelves and thing like things like that. And I said, Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, like I really, really enjoy this. And, um, probably around high school, I had some money and I, me and my sister walked to a local thrift store and I bought a pair of shorts and the shorts were $4. Mm -hmm. So we used to go, um, like school shopping at Walmart, right? That is not the cool thing to do. (laughs) I had the Adidas shoes with the four stripes instead of three. They were, uh, Adidas. (laughs) And, um, that wasn't the cool thing to do, right? People would, um, and it, it, Walmart has come a long way. Um, But back then it maybe wasn't so fashionable. And so people used to tease us for not having the cool clothes and things like that. So when I went to this thrift store and I bought a pair of shorts that I actually liked and they were $4, Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, this is the, this is how this is supposed to go. Yeah. This is how this is supposed to go. And so, um, you know, I just wanted to let people know that just like with me, no matter what your budget is, look good and feel good, Mm -hmm. you know? And for me, thrift stores open that up for me. Now I have an option as to whether or not I shop at a thrift store, but my life is still thrifty. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm always looking for a a discount and I'm always on the clearance racks. And, you know, you are a thrifty girl. If you go in the store and you go to the clearance rack, then by all means, you know, Mm -hmm. you looking to value your coin. And so I just wanted to share that with somebody. I feel like there's somebody somewhere who's, very worried about what they don't have or spending something they don't have to look a certain way or appear a certain way. And Mm -hmm. they don't have to be your ministry. There's options, you know? So that's, that's kind of how I decided, like, I want to tell people about this. I love how that intersection of not only does it bring you joy, but then it connects to your grandmother. Mm -hmm. And so many of you may already know this podcast came to be because of the death of my grandmother. You may not know this, but my grandmother owned a gift shop mm-hmm. who also sold clothes. Okay. And one of my greatest memories is cleaning the uh, cleaning the glassware at my grandmother's shop. Wow. So, <laughs> you know, I, I have yeah. just how our grandmothers 
are all are interwoven through every single story. Mm-hmm. So thank you for sharing that. One thing I also want to share when I read your posts, you often radiate joy and a very peaceful presence. And I want to know, is that a practice that you seek? Uh, no, <laughs> I, I consider myself to be kind of chill, cool, calm and collected. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of try to keep it that way, even in the things that, you know, life throws at you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also just find it because I am that person. Why not write posts that, you know, sound like me? Mm-hmm. So, no, I don't try. <laughs> I don't try, but I think it's easy. It's easily received as mm-hmm. well when it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Know. In one of your recent Instagram posts, you captioned, and so she decided to start living the life she imagined. (laughs) That hit me. What did that mean to you? Um, Because I've been on this journey for about two years now, Mm -hmm. and it has not unfolded the way that I expected it to. Sitting there, Um, tell me more. It's a rough, it's hard. It's really hard to grow your following. And you're not growing your following because you want to, you know, be famous. You're growing your following because that creates opportunities for you. It opens doors for you with brands and collaborations and different things. Um, So it wasn't unfolding the way that I wanted it to. But I had to sit with myself and say, what can I do to move this forward to where it turns out the way that I want it to, to where it looks like what I want it to look like. And not comparing it to other people's journeys. Mm. Um, And that can be a distraction. And so that's what that meant. It meant it's time for you to take care of you. Mm -hmm. It's time for you to do what you need to do. Because you're capable. Mm. You're able. Mm -hmm. Let your journey be your journey. Mm -hmm. And that's where that came from. This year I hope to do bigger and better things when it comes to branding. Um... And and growing my following and the content that I create. So I can. That's what that meant. I can and it's time. Mm -hmm. But you got to focus on you. Don't compare. Yeah. And it's hard to do that um, being in the social media space as an influencer and content creator. So that's kind of where that post came from. Yeah, I love it. It's up there with one of my other favorite quotes, which is comparison is the thief of joy. Yes, it is. Because especially in this world, whether in social media influencer or just, you know, in our regular regular lives, lives, our careers, you looking over the cubicle like, wait, this it. Wait, she got what award? Mm-hmm. What promotion? <laughs> oh. Well, excuse me. We went to what we went to the same schools and you oh and it's easy to compare but then you have to ask yourself am I doing the same amount of work mm-hmm. am I willing to do and not knowing the work that they're doing right you don't know what's going you on you have no idea and so you have to be very very careful to find contentment and peace where you are right steady striving right like you said making your own goals but make them unique with where you're going right and that's what I admire about that post I sat with that I didn't comment I literally wrote it down and I was like mm-hmm. mm-hmm that was for me she wrote it for her but that, 
that that hit me different and I don't appreciate it. She in my business. <laughs> and that's a good thing too. Like with your creativity, it's beyond the video. It's mm -hmm. beyond the pretty pictures, mm -hmm. right? Um, that caption can resonate with somebody. So why not caption the way you feel yes. or what you're experiencing, because then it connects mm -hmm. past the video and the pretty photo, Absolutely. you know? Absolutely. So if you had, or if you could have imagined your life five years ago, could you imagine yourself where you are today? No, 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 and no. <laughs> I love a gnaw at the end. No, <laughs> uh, no, because, you know, um, I wasn't thinking that I could show up in this space and social media or blogging. I wasn't I didn't think I was capable of that. Mm -hmm. um, even with my job, I was working a job where I was unhappy and it became a normal thing to me to think, well, that's what people do. They work jobs that they don't like. Wow. And I'm going to work every day in, in um, agony, <laughs> you know? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, this, this, this can't be my journey. So did I picture myself where I, back then where I am today? No, I hope to be there. Um, but I didn't, I, I didn't, I wasn't sure if it was going to come to pass, you know? So yeah, no, not at all. So how did you continue to persevere? Cause there's somebody watching right now that is stuck in that in between knowing there's more on the other side. There's more just ahead. They believe it, but they're like, I don't want to go back in there again. Mm -hmm. but they have to they got bills they can't just quit right well that was the first time I actually sought out counseling mm. um as a people-oriented professional or mental health professional mm -hmm. I was like I I can identify in myself that I'm I'm you know mentally struggling like this is a lot for me and it was over a very long period of time mm -hmm. So I did seek out some counseling and it was for the purpose of the next step. Mm -hmm. So even though I didn't believe necessarily that there was something on the other side or that I would be where I am today, I had a little inkling of hope mm -hmm. and I built on that. Mm -hmm. And I used therapy or counseling to help me facilitate that growth Um and it was a struggle because yeah. you have mental health professional, mental health professional. So at one point my counselor was like, look, girl, <laughs> I call her, I call her E. That's not her name, but I call her E. And I said, you know, um, she's like, I know, you know what I'm doing, right? Mm -hmm. But you got to relax and be open to what I'm trying to do. Mm -hmm. Even though I know you, you know, right. you know, receive it so that we can grow, we can move forward, we can build. Mm -hmm. So counseling definitely helped me um, move through the process. I had to do some, some digging. And, and like I said, I went in for my journey as far as career and came out. She had pulled everything out of everywhere <laughs> because all those little things that you got stored in your back pocket, mm -hmm. when you bring those to the forefront, 
then there's a reason why you're stuck in this job, but you don't want to quit and you don't want to move forward. And, you know, there's those things that are holding you back that are really just you. Yeah. You got to get out of your own way. Oh, that's good. You got to get out of your own way. And we can't, oftentimes we can't do that by ourselves. Mm -hmm. And it's unfortunate that in the African-American community, um, we're not as open to counseling as we should be. Mm -hmm. But from my experience, it saved my joy. It Mm -hmm. saved my peace. It saved my happiness because I didn't think, I didn't know how to move forward. I wasn't going forward. I'm trying to do everything that I could do, but nothing's happening. Mm -hmm. So it depleted me. And that counseling really gave me what I needed to push forward and get what, at the end of the day, I got what I needed to be done, done. Yeah. But I was in my own way. For sure. I love that acknowledgement of, it wasn't, yes, the situation wasn't good. Mm Mm-hmm. But also, it wasn't everybody else. No, 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 no. <laughs> because, you know, sometimes it's so easy to point the finger at everybody else. Mm-hmm. And you're it the is. last one. It is. When it's like, well, no, I'm in this. Mm-hmm. And I also have to play a role, the biggest role, mm-hmm. of helping myself move forward mm-hmm. of reaching the more reaching the abundant life mm-hmm. reaching that journey mm-hmm. ahead. Mm-hmm. I love that thank yeah. you so much and and if for those who are considering counseling mm-hmm. prepare to be read mm. say it again and receive being read <laughs> because if you have a good counselor she's going she or he is going to read you mm-hmm. and tell you mm-hmm. hey is this 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 is this is your problem and it may, it's something you don't even expect it to be. And I'm going to be 100% open when I say my problem was control. Mm -hmm. You're trying to control everything, but you, you know, you don't have control over everything. Hmm. Calm down and be in the moment. And so, yeah, prepare to be read. And you got to get canceled. She going to read you. (laughs) Now see what I don't also appreciate is Claudine coming in here and reading my (laughs) issues. That's not what happened. Um, that's not what <laughs> we see. So, okay, since we're being Sorry. completely transparent, let's put everything on the table. <clears throat> when Claudine got here, we were supposed to be ready to go. <laughs> we were not ready to go because the microphones were not ready to go because they were fighting me. <laughs> In reality, I needed to release control and respect that there were more than one way of doing things. And the right way was the computer's way and not my way. (laughs) (laughs) And when I released control, we were able to get the podcast started and you were able to get these gems from Claudine. So thank you so much for reminding (laughs) reminding me that I am not in control. So I do have one final question before we reach a close. Okay. Um, it's about your blog. Okay. I often ask myself, um, if I was fresh out of college, what would I tell myself about the future? Specifically about anything outside of the plan I had for myself. So when you were graduating from college, 
blogs kind of were people were blogging, mm-hmm. but it wasn't a like career. Mm-hmm. If you knew then that you were going to start a blog, what would have been the first thing you would have done or the first piece of advice you would have sought out? Um, that's a hard question. I do think that I'm not, I consider myself an introvert. Okay. <laughs> um, and with blogging, you are kind of out there on the forefront. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first piece of advice I would have given myself is to show up more mm-hmm. and be confident when you show up mm-hmm. because that wasn't always, you know, my goal was to kind of walk in the room and blend in with the paint on the walls. Okay. <laughs> um, and so that's not necessarily how you want to show up when you're showing up to communicate a message. Mm-hmm. That's not how you necessarily want to show up when you're communicating, um, you know, online and different things. So I definitely would have told myself back then I would have sought out advice on how to come into the room and stand out, not blend in, oh, wow. not blend in. Yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. And you're radiating confidence. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah, it wasn't, it's a journey. (laughs) It's a journey. And so there are times when you need to come in, but there are times when it's time for you and your brand and Mm -hmm. your goal, and you're trying to meet somebody where they are, Mm -hmm. then stand out and be confident. Oh, wow. So Claudine, your journey can be defined in so many ways, but the words that come to mind for me are unique. Mm-hmm. daring, but also only just beginning. Mm-hmm. As you think and pray about the next phase of your entrepreneurial journey, would you dare to share where you hope your joy journey and or your business journey will be in five years? Um, well, I try not to think too far ahead, okay. but, um, any hopes that I have for the future, I always, I know it's the, it's, well, it's January right now, but um, I know that people always have, you know, resolutions and things like that. Before I set any goal, I always pray mm-hmm. and I ask God to order my steps and so that I'm in alignment with his will for whatever my future holds. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that truly helps keep me in line. Um, but I definitely hope to have a brand that is growing. I would say that um, the goal in the next five, 10 years is growth, spiritual growth, financial growth, mm-hmm. personal growth. Um, I want better health. I want success you know so I just want to grow into whatever it is for me and create a life for myself that's meaningful for not only me but the people around me the people that I connect with um so I want to grow I want to say job well done Mm -hmm. whether I make it don't make it whatever the outcome is what I expect or what I didn't expect or what God had for me instead of what I had for me Mm -hmm. um I just want it to be growth job well done mm. Claudine you tried job well done Claudine you succeeded job well done and that's in every every aspect of of my life so that's kind of where I want to be I want to be grateful I want to be thankful and not moving so fast that I can't stop and experience the moments of joy mm-hmm. because it's when we sit in those moments where we actually truly feel joy 
So I don't want to be moving so fast and focused on hardship and moving fast and success. I want to be able to sit in those moments of joy and create those moments along the way. So that's where I hope to be in the next 5, 10, 15 years. Oh, my gosh. I hope that. And I pray that for you. Thank you. As well. (laughs) Now, friends, what was the nerves? (laughs) Cladding, you were incredible. Thank you. And you, too. (laughs) Please comment your favorite takeaways from this episode. Oh, please share your social media handle so they will know where they can go and follow you. Okay, so I'm um, at All Things Claudine on all social media platforms. So you can connect with me there. I would love to see you and chat with you. So show up for me. <laughs> yes, be sure to do that. Now, until we gather again, may God increase your joy, grant you strength for the journey, and give you the courage to tell your story. See you next time. <laughs>